Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to this week's bonus episode of Hollow Weekly on a rainy L.A. day after watching a rainy Batman movie with our review. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Dun, 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 dun. I love the music. The Batman. This, that music was stuck in my head all I night. loved it. Uh, if you don't know what the Batman is, welcome to Earth. <laughs> right. Uh, directed by Matt Reeves. Wait, I want, the nearby planets have to also know about fucking Batman by now. Right? Superman. Like, like... It's the Kryptonian. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew. <laughs> or Martian Man. I'm not a big... I mean, when did Bat- for, the 40s? When did this originate? There's, I mean, like, there's... I thought it was like the 30s. The 30s, the 30s had, like, right. Like... We've been broadcasting Batman on radio. There's no way that... The Neptune's heard of the uh, Batman by now. But... Uh, so, directed by Matt Reeves. Yes. Of uh, Cloverfield fame, of uh, Let Me Let In me fame, in, yeah. which we love. Um, great, 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 director. great many, horror many, director. Yes. Uh, where did we see it? Uh, this is something we wanted to add to the reviews because we think it's very important. Yes. Where you, where you, the setting, the, the setting affects your experience of the movie. And now that we're kind of coming out of this COVID thing, however you think that whatever that means to well, you, whatever, <laughs> right? It's different, different. Uh, packed theater at an AMC. And it's the first time we've been in like a that packed theater since probably like the like this is the first time since Invisible Man that I had that feeling of being yes. in a theater with people re- reacting to trailers, smelling like Axe body spray, talking too well, loud. Well, yeah, there was the that, whole like there was a dude experience. with Axe body spray with us, and it was awful. It was so <laughs> bad. He was he was he wasn't not- with us. I, he, his scent was it, his sense though was he was, was, he, was sitting behind him. he was decades out of the axe body spray <laughs> age range too, so it's like also oh true oh brother maybe that's a new Batman villain okay why are we reviewing this it's we're a horror podcast so why are we reviewing yeah so the the, we're doing this special bonus episode because this is one of the most horror incarnations of Batman. Um, it is a once in a year or once in a <laughs> lifetime, maybe Batman feeling weekend in Los Angeles. Like yes. it's been gray, cold, rainy. We were walking to the theater yesterday. It was like a slate gray sky. The I heard people's car going by with radios talking about nuclear war. <laughs> like it felt like the Batman right. time, right? So we went to see this, and and the Batman, and it, even the experience felt. A little scary because it was a little everyone was anxious you could tell a lot of people were that was their first movie it was the first time people were a lot without masks right so So, right so it you know it it, they had anxiety which this movie it, it all mixed into this perfect recipe so we're here to deal with the horror part of it but because order of discussion is how we're, on the court. <laughs> right? on the court. How we're doing reviews uh, uh, the new way. Um, the horror is a little down the order discussion, so we'll get there. But we got to get one very. It very is last. It's going to be the last thing we talk about. But it's going to be a thick thing we talk about. There's a lot in that donut, and that, <laughs> that one in particular thing. But hit us with your first order of discussion. First order of discussion. It's a Batman movie. We got to talk about Batman. The Batman. The Batman. <laughs> how do you say it? The or the? What the? I don't know the the <laughs> the Batman, uh, the Batman and yes. the Riddler. Yes, top the top two, you, top I, two dudes. I've been and, and, Cap, tell, and Catwoman. Tell me what you and your circle of thought. In my order, would be Batman, Riddler, Catwoman, Penguin. Because we, we have to hit all the, we have to hit all the in this movie, all, right? all of them up. Okay. 
Um, dude, Robert Pattinson. He, everyone's been saying it. I completely it. disagree about that order, by the way. So if we were doing order of performances, it would be Robert oh, Pattinson no. and then John Turturro. <laughs> but go ahead. Oh, yeah. He was, he was fantastic. But we got to... Yeah. Man, it's so hard. There's so much... But we're doing the Batman. We're so doing Robert Pattinson, this is the hill you got to climb. Are we ranking Batmans? Or are you just telling me how you feel? I don't know if we can rank Batmans. I can definitely we... rank Batmans, but <sighs> we'll get killed. But, but go ahead. You, tell me what you thought about this performance. It's very good. It's tremendous. It's extremely amazing. Like everything about his Bruce Wayne is great. His Batman's even better. His Bruce Wayne barely exists, but it is good. His he's got a little My Chemical Romance in him with the hair. No, no, hair. it's not the how he did it. It's just there's like what? Oh no! I, I, in my there's head, like ninety seconds of Bruce Wayne on screen in this. But it's all emo, emo Bruce movie. Wayne, right? True. But I don't, I don't mind. There's that not at much all. Bruce Wayne there. I really like it. This Batman is actually pretty terrifying. The in, the way they start this movie off by and there's gonna be. Spoilers in this movie and this. Oh uh, yeah, in this review. Apologies, in advance. Um, but this is just the beginning of the film when they show how scared the criminals are of the bat signal. Mm-hmm. No other movie has done the bat signal that well, except no. For maybe, and then like, there's the that voiceover of- him explaining why the shadows are useful to him and why he's setting up the psychological dynamic with the criminals. It's such a genius. And any time you look at the like the darkness during those shots. Right? It's intimidating. Right, they actually made it feel the way it felt like in the original Terminator or a movie like that, where someone stepping out of the shadows or alley felt like it had menace to it. It was great. And all the footsteps. Like, whenever this Batman walks, mm-hmm. it's always his feet and just the, the, the sound design I just of the said footsteps. this about Leatherface in the new Texas, too, so this is now two for two. Because you're right, Batman feels like a T-Rex plodding around. It's great. It's it just stomp, stomp. Even though Robert Pattinson weighs 92 pounds. <laughs> he is He is a little, he is a little tiny. Um He's, you know, he's not compared to like Ben Affleck's Batman, where he's like <laughs> right. 300 pounds, right. like six right. foot seven. Yep. It is, it is quite jarring. But this Batman is great. And um, even the way they introduced the gadgets in this movie, I thought was really interesting. It felt like every gadget had its time to shine. Like with the, with the grappling hook, hook in the mm-hmm. police station, mm-hmm. him uh, uh, cutting the through the police tape with the bat signal yep, and his, yep, and his yep, chest was yep. really great. The The Batmobile yep. was amazing. We can rank Batmobiles easily. Uh, that is a, <laughs> this is number one. <laughs> that one is, is right. amazing. The look of the, his Batman is great. He, he is intimidating. I saw someone post a Batman spoilers, no context kind of thing. Those, those Oh like yeah, yeah. I love those. Of pictures. I, whenever and one out, picture was just of Christine. <laughs> it's <laughs> perfect. It's true. Um, it's, this movie does they do go for like the very grounded kind of Batman thing. So there's the technology like the bat tech. Wait, we're not talking about Robert Pattinson. We're just talking about the movie now. Is that what's happening? No, no, no. What We've part, moved part, on. part no no part oh, of Batman's part kit. Of, oh, part of the Batman character. Okay. Yeah, because his gadgets are part of his thing. Right. So let's do let's do this in chunks. Okay. So his 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 um look Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten we love. His performance Ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten for you. Okay, where um, do you rank it? I think it's fantastic. I'm if we're not allowed to rank Batman's right now, I'd tell you. No, no, no. I mean, like performance, but, ranking his performance. Like if you had. Oh, like it. out of ten? Yeah. I, you know, I th- I think it's. I have a guess. No, I think you'd be wrong. I think you think I'm lower on this than I am. I think it's like an eight point five. I think he's. I was gonna say seven. I think he's the. I I'm just gonna say it. I think he's the second best Batman behind Keaton. But but yeah. The, but that doesn't mean. That there aren't huge problems with what was going on here. Part, partially, we'll get to it. But go ahead. All right. So, so that's the his performance is that the look is that um, the action sequences that he's in and the gadgets are all great. The fight scenes, like the fight scenes, are great. Right? They Believable. Felt, 
but but brutal. Like they had like right. like you could feel the punches in this movie. Yes, and there's like there's a um there's a way there's a moment in Batman Returns where Michelle Pfeiffer's re- assembling her suit, just like sewing it together, or whatever. Where right. I like that feel of the of the criminal or the hero or whoever just use it very. It's like joke the Joker's ethic in the Dark Knight. Just I'm using gasoline and knives and like very low tech. I like the low tech, not the huge Ben Affleck gadget. Like, mm-hmm. and that had that feel here. It was very stuff you could find on a street or, you know, making a shop or you know, like it wasn't all billionaire stuff. Is, right. is what I mean. Which, which you you get with Bruce Wayne sometimes. So I thought that was great. I think he's tremendous. I think the only the only problem I had with the performance is the the writing they gave him because his lines were terrible a lot of the time. His literally last line to Selena is one of the worst written lines I've ever seen in a supposedly like, like, you know, top tier action uh, or whatever this is. But I mean, you wanted a little more from that line. It was cataclysmically bad. Right? Take so, care partner. Right? And there's just no way to act a line that bad. Well, it's not right. his fault. I, I, it's not him. I'm just saying like the character itself, had got awfully bad lines sometimes. <laughs> okay, so that was that was my but only overall, downgrade for it. Great, he Batman. was awesome. Great Batman. So with Catwoman in mind, mm-hmm. instead of going to the thriller, let's go. Let's go to Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Selena Kyle, Zoe Kravitz. Tell me, loved it. I have, if, yeah. we had, if we had to go down, let's. I like the, the order you did. Okay. So you have the look. Yes, I like the look of the Catwoman. Look with ten out of ten. She was great. Uh, her fighting was really good. Zero oh. out of ten because no explanation for how she went from someone who was barely keeping a loft apartment in Gotham financially afloat to someone who could destroy an entire Navy steel seal <laughs> she could. phalanx with her bare hands. She could. No explanation. She could, well, the, pass, the, 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 the moves were great or whatever, but there was like zero. If, I mean, if Gotham is just randomly sprinkled with people <laughs> who can amazing. just come out of their apartment and kill a hundred people barehanded that I am more scared of that. No, I'm sorry. 10 out of 10. Gotham is scary as hell. I, I'm wrong. Every, 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 I other, every other person could just <laughs> flying be yeah. you from okay. 10 feet away. Never, she was like, it was, it was bizarre. Okay. Um, I really like the Arkham games. Yes. And this movie had a lot of Arkham uh, feelings to it. And How so? So in one of the games, I think it's the second one, I think there are, there's a part where like you switch and you start playing Catwoman. So mm-hmm. instead of being Batman, like fighting people, you get to fight as Catwoman. And oh, there's cool. a lot okay. of kicks and stuff like that. Right. So it reminded me a lot of that. So yes. if you had played the games, uh, that that's where my sort of oh they were the, the, all from. the like I said, I, there's not a bad fighting moment in this entire film. So all of that's great. So I like her look. Uh, the acting is amazing. amazing. I like her motivation too. With the uh, Oh, just being a cat burglar. I just think that's always really cool. <laughs> just anytime she could like you use like that whip. Yeah, anytime she could just use that whip and like slide down into a building and like crack up <laughs> in a vault. I'm like, yeah, cat. Yes, I did. I, I, you know, the thing is, I, I didn't, I didn't like how any of their departure was handled. Not just the line where they left to put the dumb like Top Gun motorcycle, you know, flirtation on the road, and then one turns left, one turns right, kind of dumbness that looked it like a Batman. It did go on for a, like a, quite a while. It not, but if you listen to our <laughs> last episode, if you listen to our last episode, it did not go as long as Victor Frankenstein no. trying to drag the monster out of amniotic fluid. No, no. <laughs> it but it was definitely a, 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 a completely inadvertent but much welcome homage to Top Gun. 
Now I can hear the music. <laughs> Very weird. I can, okay. I can hear that. Um, so overall, overall feelings, Catwoman. Overall, she's amazing, except for the occasionally bad things they give her to do, too. Okay. So I'll save the best for last. Next, Penguin. Colin Peng- Farrell. Penguin. He was um, great. He was great. Um... I have. I think that I'm discovering that I have a general problem with the villains in this movie, except for the Riddler, because they seem way too easy to actually defeat if you were actually trying to defeat them. I kind of felt that way. I'm like, why don't the citizens of Gotham <laughs> just like <laughs> storm his place and just beat the shit out of him? Right. For some reason, there was this dark magic to you know Danny DeVito's Penguin or whatever. It, clearly, you should be able to take Danny DeVito down, but it never <laughs> yeah. felt that way. It felt like if you came at him wrong, he would take you out somehow, right? But it did not feel that way with Penguin. I felt like I could. If I felt like if you gave me a week and nothing else to do, I could get Penguin myself. <laughs> you could. You could. You could assassinate. <laughs> right. But just by, <laughs> Just a little of me, I could get Penguin by myself. <laughs> Th- this Penguin, but I don't know that I would want to take a run at the end of the What did you think of the performance? For, for some reason, I thought it was great. <laughs> he was funny too. Yeah, he was and like he was like the comedian. Unrecognizable. Little... The makeup was amazing. He's a super talented actor. He was great in the Friday Night remake. He's great everywhere he pops up. Good yeah. because allegedly HBO Max is having three spinoff TV shows from this movie. One about Arkham. I saw that. One about movie? the Penguin. Yeah, and I forget the other one. The other one was like. I forget, but there's a there's a third one. He, that Penguin character had a real Sin City vibe to me for some reason. I saw some other people talking about they thought the intro with the bat signal and the criminals being scared. They uh, some people online said that gave them Sin City vibes. This was and way I, too a horror feeling for me to think of that then. I didn't think of that during the intro. I, didn't think I see during, it now, but I didn't. Think I didn't of, think of it during right. that scene, but I did think of Colin Farrell's um, makeup look. It kind of felt like uh, Mickey Rourke a little bit. Yeah, in Sin yeah, City, totally. So I'm with you there. Um, and then John Turturro is amazing in this he movie was, for some reason. Like, he was great in this. And I did, he he is more susceptible than anyone in this movie to my um seems like a villain you should be able to beat person. Yeah, I mean his his move is choke you with a cane slowly. <laughs> yeah, I mean Catwoman was just like I'm just going to shoot. I'm just going to do it myself. I mean obviously they're all fighting with their brains which is part of this movie is that none of them are really physically capable. I think that's part of the point of this movie. I mean I'm wrong. Batman, they're physically capable. They fight, but like, let's be honest, Paul Dino and like, well, Robert Pattinson. There is something are... that is up for debate over the phys- physicality thing because when Batman injected himself with what looked like to be those steroids, mm-hmm. it was lo- it was like very green, which is all, which is also looks like the venom that Bane uses to get jacked. So everyone's right. like, if the Joker's there. Right. Spoiler. <laughs> right, right, no, right, right, right. We already warned. Huge spoiler. Yeah. Not really. It's just like small. Yeah, because I don't think that. But right. but people were like, was that the Bane venom? Because right. are you telling us that Bane's in this universe? Because that right is like like Bane is awesome. Right. <laughs> so that'd be no, cool. Yeah, absolutely. but but I do think about the physicality thing. Like he needed that boost to be able to get up. He needed the, the boost the to get up, which I actually liked. And I but for some reason there was there there was this. Um, enjoyment in people's suffering that the Falcone character was giving off that I wasn't getting from any of the other, well, the big one I wasn't getting from any other sub villains except for, except for Riddler, which now we can deal with Riddler. So go dude, his intro to this movie is like, it scared the theater. It scared the theater. Like this, like that is the horror that we're talking about. Like we're going to definitely get into the next point, but 
that was super peeping Tom feeling, which is one of the true disturbing movies ever made. So I'm with you. And it was a little bit. It was a little bit of the hereditary thing. It was what we're referencing is in the beginning of the movie. One of the politicians who's running for mayors and is all is in his you know high rise or whatever by himself on the phone talking about why his campaign's not doing good. Yep. And he's like kind of standing still. And then when he moves, you just you, the Riddler's there. But he's in the dark, so like yeah. it takes it a second to register, which kind of reminded me of Tony Collette and Hereditary, yeah. and it got the whole theater. The whole theater thought that part was just frightening. And just the way it goes on a little uncomfortably long, the watching, how it's filmed, you know, it, it was so... In his attack, he like screamed, yeah. and it just it had this like weird brutality kind of off the but top. But can I... So, so I'm glad that we've arrived here, because I'm just going to deal with this now, because if I don't, I'll forget, and it would be criminal not to do this, okay? There's a there's a writer I like who had hypothesized that like creative people have to deal with creative people to come before them. They they kind of subconsciously try to like make the influences go away so they don't just copy things. Right. right? They're like dealing. And then the theory was that sometimes there's a big thing that you got that's in your way. Like if you're trying to make a slasher, a holiday themed slasher, like Jack Carpenter's just looming there. Right. Mm -hmm. You got to deal with him. This movie is so shadowed by Zodiac. It is ridiculous. Ridiculous. This movie is Zodiac with Batman. Like, from front to back. In a million different little ways. The That's Paul Dano lot, yeah. murder is like... No, it's more than what the internet is thinking. I'm trying to... What I'm telling you is, <laughs> is, that, is that it almost was like a three-hour Matt Reeves therapy session for him trying to figure out... Can I make the kind of movie I want to make after Zodiac? Right, <laughs> right. I mean, it's that it's that directed at it. This is a direct conversation between Batman and Zodiac somehow, and it'll take years to sift through all of what's happening here. Or there's a lot. Happening. There's a lot in there. But it's it, I haven't even looked at. It. I haven't even looked at the online. I don't even know what, what. Like I don't even know if there's Easter eggs or homages to Zodiac or what's going on. But it's. There's there's the sudden screaming out of silence attack moments that Zodiac did so well. Someone you know someone would call into a, a talk radio that was broadcasting live and they'd just be talking normal voice and all of a sudden they would shriek out of nowhere. And this every time this movie got scary, it was that move. It was that right? shriek. But the but the but the emptiness around it. Like there's this haunted emptiness around things in Zodiac that this movie has, and it's so weird that this. I kept sitting here thinking, I I'm rewatching Zodiac, but like it's so bizarre. It kind of gave me like a really hollowed out kind yes. of chill. Yes, which a lot is, of reverb. <laughs> yes, totally. So anyway, I don't want to belabor the Zodiac point, but it's it's a completely it's very... weird that it rhymes to that. There's also a lot of rhyming with John Carpenter's Halloween, which is interesting. The the, that opening sequence that ends with like a child at the center of the thing with a pumpkin and the Halloween, you know, thing, whatever we know, POV shots of a killer. Like we know that structure at the yeah. beginning of a movie, right? There's, you know, the, the killing in the backseat, you get in the car and there's a killer in the backseat. Like these moves are, you know, there's a lot of rhymes in this movie that I think accumulate over a time while you're watching it to, to make it feel like it's sitting on your shoulders and just pushing you into the ground. And it's a really weird effect, but it's a cool, it's a cool move that this movie has. And what's funny is if you compare it like that, the scariness or the, the thrills that come from other Batman movies, mm -hmm. like 
the only other one you really think of is the Dark Knight when the body slams the window. Like that's about as scary as that. Well, you Batman's. and I co totally disagree here. But I, before I talk more about about the scary part of this, I want to hear about your Mask of the Phantasm thing because you said, "Oh yeah, dude, I want to so, know about this." I haven't rewatched this movie in years, but I loved watching it as a kid, mm-hmm. and I used to be so frightened when. The, the the villain in that movie came. I forget the name of the villain off the top of my head, the Phantom or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is. But I just was so unbelievably frightened sure. of that part of the movie. Like I remember, uh, she like kind of appears like through like the smoke, and I remember just not being able to handle. It. I'm like, just get me to the part with the Joker. Right, like, right. I, like I know what the Joker looks like. <laughs> right, I want to see right. him scared. But I was I was thinking about it last night when I was getting ready for bed. I was like, this is the second movie that made me that scared that hit you there right yeah and yeah. the, the only that's other so one to cool. do it was the animated one that's from like so 1994 cool. or whatever well i mean that that makes sense i mean if when you see certain really dark animated things when you're young they're gonna hit you you know Super i was hard. terrified of that fucking rats of nim fucking movie with the are you kidding me? It's <laughs> fucking cartoon rats and mice and it was terrifying to me but um yeah no i i but it's the fact that this one out of all the Batman's, you know, turned really dark. It's turned really bleak. It's turned really nihilistic sometimes. And all that, this is the one that is so interesting to me. Because I think there's something in this movie, there's a hostility to anything being meaningful Mm -hmm. in this movie. Any chance this movie gets to not talk, it takes it. (laughs) Right. Right? Every chance it gets to not talk and just, just get something done. It, it takes it. it, it which I appreciate. It's more of a like a thriller, like a noir thriller ride than a. It's, but it's an anti. The noir was anti-meeting, right? So this movie is an anti-meeting Batman, and I think that's terrifying. It's 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 there, that there spooky are, feeling you're getting around it. There was right? a lot of slow shots, like especially in the beginning when Batman's walking slowly through the crime scene. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think totally. I, I think Alex wanted it to be like a little bit quicker. Somewhere at one point that she was like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, totally. moving on, but I was just like, oh, I love it. Keep going. Be but the, the, the place that you and I diverge is there are truly terrifying moments to me in particularly dark Knight and dark Knight rises that aren't traditionally terrifying, but scarier than anything that's in this film. It's just this movie is cumulatively scarier, probably, than those. But I don't think anything in this movie really gets to kind of the level of, of how scary it is. So here, I'll give you one, one, one tiny example, right? Like, when when the Joker and the dark, when in the Joker and the Dark Knight is now that's a bad example. <laughs> in dark in Dark Knight Rises, no, I have the best example. Sorry. So in Dark Knight, when the Joker is sitting in the cell with the cop, I forget the character's name, and he has to provoke him into a fight with him. It's part of his escape plan, right? right? There's nothing in that plan that the Joker can predict in advance about who he's going to be in a room with. That character has to have absolute confidence that in a room handcuffed and restrained, it can think he can think of something to say to this person. 
And when you think about the dynamic of that, you realize that the Joker never doubted it. He Because the person that was going to be in the room with him never had a chance. That guy was dead and didn't know it. He was a, he was Because the Joker understands psychology enough to know that he can say to him, I watched your friends die. I know which one of your friends are cowards. Do you want to know which ones of your friends are cowards? That That it's... He's going to provoke him into an attack. It's right. the same dynamic that happens in True Romance between Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken. Like, Dennis Hopper is like, I'm going to make you shoot me before before you can make me talk, right? That's terrifying. It's terrifying that we're built psychologically in a way that someone who understands how we're built can predict in advance that I can end up in a room with you and kill you, <laughs> right? And there's nothing in this movie that approaches that anywhere because it's not trying it's just action with not with no meaning behind it, except for the Batman is going to become a guide instead of vengeance, which is what I took as the meaning of the movie was I am vengeance means one thing when you say it cool in the beginning of the movie. And I am vengeance when a Riddler copycat says it at the end is the most demoralizing thing Batman's ever heard. <laughs> it's this it it was the most motivating thing he could think to say in the first part of the movie. And it's the most depressing three words he could have possibly heard out of someone else's mouth at the end of the movie. That's what this movie is, right? But, oh my God, it's getting so wow. Batman outside while we're Dude, talking. Yeah, you said it's that, like, and I was like, wait, I looked at the rain just started pouring down. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Footsteps, dun. <laughs> what, is, what is wet and falls from the sky? <laughs> I can't come up with riddles. <laughs> right? So, but, but. I, I think the thing is that the villains here let me down comparatively even to the other films, even the Riddler, even anyone. But it's it's just it, maybe it's my taste in villains. Maybe it's well, my, comparing. You know, it here, get, here, to, let me just say one thing real quick, because Batman's fascinating, right? Like over time, you know, 89, the 89 Batman reminded me of Batman landing at the high water mark of America of when America thought. It was like literally, yeah, right. And the Batman, the, the the Tim Burton's Batman shows up, and it was the, uh oh, something's rotten in the state of Denmark moment. Like maybe, maybe not. Maybe we can't. Maybe it's not like all money and coke and, and success and you know, you know, democracy, and capitalism, or whatever. So, um, Dark Knight Rises deals with nine nine eleven. Uh, Dark Dark Knight deals with nine eleven. Dark Knight Rises kind of dealt with Occupy Wall Street in a weird way at the time and all that kind of stuff. There's Batman has these moments and for this Batman to drop post pandemic, right when the first major European war in decades starts, right, mm -hmm. is so interesting that Batman seems to appear at moments in history as a cultural thing when we need it <laughs> at the same time that the characters showing up when the people in the movie need it. Right. So this is kind of like an amazing film. It's one of my favorite Batman films. It's just there's I, there's something terrifying built into what is going on in things like Dark Knight. Even Batman Returns, honestly, I think is scarier than this. Believe I think Batman Returns is scarier than this movie. That, that that's I, the weird part. It's just the cumulative effect of this movie is it feels way more like a horror movie. I do th I do think that the Batman, I think the Batman is is scarier than Batman Returns. See, but when Danny Vito turns to Batman and says, you don't really think you're going to win, do you? 
that to me is scarier than anything that happened in this movie. I know it's just the. I know. I think a pipe bomb around your neck is pretty. It's pretty. I, I get it. I, I I get it. I I mean. But also, I, I'm with you. But for me, so but it's interesting. I think the way that you view it is scary is more of like a existential, more, of a, more like cerebral, the more right. of like a literary sort Utopia. of sense of it. Where mine. Right. It's the visual, which has always sort of been the dynamic 100%. of the show. Hundred <laughs> percent, right? And the ma- and that's why the ma- mask of phantasm fascinates me because when I go back and I look at that stuff, and Jenny loved, you know, the old Batman, all the animated Batman stuff that you were talking about, but it looks like um, like t- like autocratic totalitarian propaganda. It's filmed yeah. in that, you it know, does have, right? It does have it's that, just yeah. terrifying. Right? It is yeah. so visually terrifying. Right, which Batman Returns is not visually terrifying. I, I get it. You're absolutely right. That's but there but there are but there are some well we'll get in we can do a whole we need to do an episode on Batman Returns. I don't think we've ever done that. We need to get that out of our system. We gotta we gotta that's, wait, that's wait, messed wait. up. We gotta because uh, you know there are more. scary things about Batman Returns, <laughs> like the whole skeleton helmets and all that shit and the Tim Burton of stuff. Well and Christopher are... Walken when he disposes of Selena the first time is scarier than Well, anything. dude, I actually when he gets fried at the end, mm-hmm. I think they had that prop at like a planet Hollywood in Washington or something like that. And I remember I saw it there and I was like, oh, that's the Christmas, I think. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I saw it and it scared me at the planet Hollywood. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Because they had that, they also had like the, we also had the Beetlejuice thing, like when they like deformed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, I remember they had those near the bathroom, and I was like, "That's a weird place." If I had a Planet Hollywood, I'd have like the prop, the Annihilation Bear prop, <laughs> the front. <laughs> Just... awesome. All right, so but yeah, no, I, I'm with you, man. I, I think you're right. I think it's a question of visual versus cerebral, like in how in in the scare part of it, but. It's all, you know, it's whatever. all good. Right. Because this is an amazing it's film. It's not that any of it's bad. The music, you know, I heard some complaints that it was super repetitive. I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. My, Michael, God, Giacchino. I definitely botched that last name. And the, the, <laughs> but it's it's a good score. I didn't I didn't mind the repetitiveness. Of no, it. and they were they were doing Rogue One Vader attack moves with Batman out of the shadows that were they also did and great. They also did sort of like the typical like what does the music sound like if there's a cat on screen? You make it those you make those strings sound like it's meowing, and yep. they did it in Batman Returns. Yep. They did it in this one. It yep. always, for some reason that's just how cats any sort of cat representation of movie yep. it's gonna have meowy type strings, yep. and it's always gonna work. It's always gonna look great. I'm gonna make sound a, great. I'm gonna make a prediction about this movie. Um, right now, it seems like um, that at least from the people, the stray social media posts I saw that the people who are against this movie. Some of them think that it's way that has that it's humorless, that it's just too dark, that it went too dark, went too far, too slow, too much talking, but not no humor, like right. literally no jokes. Right? This movie's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's guys. A lot, there's a lot of this movie is really funny, and later on, you're gonna discover like how funny this movie is. But it, <laughs> Robert Pattinson's. You have a lot of cats. <laughs> line is an all-time <laughs> delivery of a line. <laughs> It was was so good. I was laughing so hard in the theater. It was embarrassing for just the way he delivered it. It was so unexpected. It was great. But this movie is a lot funnier than people think it is. We'll we'll see a couple years from now how we rewatches that is hilarious. I agree agree with that. Um, So we like all the characters. Yes. Order. order, Back back to order. Sorry. Back to order. I'm fine. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We need need a fine. We need a jar that I have to put something in every time I. Um, So the next thing I came up with the order discussion is and this is we're not we don't have to hark very long on this okay. one but um 
I love this Gotham City. I love, love, love this Gotham City. That was my problem with pretty much every Batman. Like, from Tim Burton's original Batman to Batman Returns feels like two completely different Gothams. Christopher Nolan's, I mean, every other, every Batman movie in his trilogy is a different Gotham. Like, the first one has that sort of, like, retro-futuristic kind of look to it. The second one, Chicago. The third one's New York. This one... You know, hopefully, if they do a sequel, they keep it the same. They don't follow the same trend. You're right. But this Gotham actually felt like a real city on its own. This is the best looking. It Gotham had its own little. Film. It had its own Barnum. Times Square. The atmosphere, like I'm a big atmosphere guy, and yep. I love like rainy movies, which is why like us recording this while it rains is yep. like is perfect. This movie is this is, this movie's practically Dagon too, with how much rain is in it this is, movie, and in this and and it leads to just beautiful shots that aren't as dark or like. 2015 16 Godzilla dark that I would have feared. I mean, this yeah. movie is not too dark to see what's happening in it. It's mm-hmm. for somehow it's so beautifully shot. It's like Renaissance colored, but dark. It's so weird, but amazing achievement. I really, so I really like the way it looked. The other thing was this sort of, this sort of fits in, especially with some of the last shots. I really like how Gotham looks when it's lit like with just the sun right there's a lot of shots of like you know i don't know if it was sunset or sun whatever <laughs> i lost track of time because batman's a lot too <laughs> yes. um i i really liked seeing how gotham looked when it was uh you know lit by like a sunlight it's also the first time i think we've seen i i, I haven't seen like the ben affleck ones but uh, we've seen like Batman in his costume in the daylight mm-hmm. in Gotham, like mm-hmm. helping people. I thought that visual was also it was great. And I, great. I, you know, yeah, I I'm just talking movies. I'm not talking blockbusters or superhero movies. Or I'm just talking movies. This is this is the best looking skyline I've seen in a movie in years. Oh, whenever they were at the um, wherever Batman and Catwoman were at the end, and like they, mm-hmm. you could see like the water and the bridge, mm-hmm. and then where Commissioner Gordon, which Jeffrey Wright. Oh, also nailed it. He, we, how do we not talk about it? He's incredible. I mean, he needs his, like, his own chapter in this yeah. podcast. Yeah. About <laughs> he was awesome. To, especially when he was helping him escape. And yep. he was like, we need to get you out of here. He kind of, he kind of like glues this entire movie together. I can't believe we... It was, I know. His character is like, amazing somehow. There's a lot <laughs> to unpack in this movie. <laughs> well, um, three hours long. It is, yeah, three, three hours long. Uh, but, but where they had the bat signal, and you can kind of over, mm-hmm. overlook the city, too. And the bat signal works in this movie for the first time. Bat signal's always cool. It always looks good. But it never hit me like that warning against the sky. Like, yeah, like, even the like, beginning of, like, the Dark Knight, when, like, it's like mm-hmm. it's up in the sky. It just kind of barely looks like a bat yep. signal. Like, yeah. Well, this one, you can act. And then in Tim Burton's one, it definitely looks like, you know, some rotoscoped sort of no until the, the until this bat signal. My favorite bat signal in the sky isn't even a signal. It's it's a fake out. It's the moment when the bat plane or whatever it is in Tim Burton's first Batman goes up and gets illuminated against the moon or something. Oh yeah, that that yeah. that's the visual I think I think when I think bat signal for some reason, even though it's not the bat signal, and it's the best looking version of that until this movie. I, this is now my favorite. This this one was great. So Gotham. Gotham's great. There's a great kind of skyline shot at the end of Skyfall, I think, uh, the James Bond movie where they pan across London. And I thought that was beautiful until I saw this movie. This movie's wrecking skylines backwards for me. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Um, so God, I, I love the Gotham City. All right. And then order back. Order. 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 Uh, the last order of discussion is yes. horror and Batman. Okay. Which is we, it's 
beautiful little way to bookend the podcast. It's yes. Starting with it, you know, yep. horror Batman. That's why we're talking about it. This, this, first of all, Matt Reeves, does he miss? No, this is incredible. I mean, the thing is, the, the this movie shouldn't be the, what. What we're going to look back and look at is that this movie should not be possible. What this movie had going against it, <laughs> Matt Reeves doing Batman with Robert Pattinson as the star. Like, there's there's no way this movie should have worked. And Let Me In should not have worked. Mm-hmm. Like, Let the Right in, One In is one of the very few actually perfect horror movies. I mean, wh- how do you remake a perfect movie? And 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 pull it off. He he's amazing. This like, what he's doing here in front of our eyes is amazing. It's what's funny because you when you said that, I was thinking like how do you remake the perfect horror movie? And you can't just do shot for shot. I mean, we saw that with Psycho, right? So like you have to take that is such a high gamble. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not that this is the greatest movie ever made. It's not. It, it's 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 a really really uh, uh, great you know. Uh, piece of american art big budget film like whatever but it's but i mean come on what it was going up against i mean it's like watching someone finish a marathon first who started a mile back yeah of everyone else you're like what the hell did you do that and this movie also got plagued with um them having to shut down delays and because of that. covid and stuff like that so they Incredible. even had like that hurdle yep to go over, I don't actually know if that's a hurdle. I mean, if it sounds like you get a couple of weeks off to like <laughs> refigure out what you're shooting, <laughs> maybe, maybe it, maybe maybe it helps. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to ask him. But next there was uh, next, oh god, hundred years from now, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, what, what, well, you don't want your brain uploaded when you're dead, so I'll have to, that's, I'll, that's have to true. Take, I'll have to take the lead that's there, true. but I'll be plugged into the internet. That's right. Um, all the horror elements in this world. I mean, we kind of pretty much already covered it with like the the, the zodiac feeling. I've seen a lot of people talk about. Seven, which is interesting because it's both Fincher movies. Like, oh, this yeah. Is, this is definitely like a Fincher. It kind of feels like almost See, Fincher that's a good Batman. example of what I was talking about before, about how, you know, Heath Ledger's Joker, you know, has to improvise that moment, has to know that he can improvise that moment no matter who's standing in front of him. John Doe's character in Seven, you know, if you're going to deliver someone their pregnant wife's head in a box, you're going to provoke them. <laughs> I mean, you've, you've got the upper hand as more yes. as like you put in the work and you thought of it in advance you can't and stuff like that reaction, right? right <laughs> but that's that's. I mean, you're you're pretty much that's that's pretty much you. Gave, someone gave you extra chess pieces there for that one. <laughs> but, and, but and so I I mean I see the comparison, but I I just think the, the there's a fascinating like hostility to anything being anything except for I got to get what's in front of me. This is the Baton Death March movie of our, of our meadow. This make no sense. They would above us, but this movie just wants to get to the next spot until it can figure out how to save more lives. That's what this movie is trying to do. And that's what the character in the movie is trying to do. And that grim mission part of it is unique to it and fascinating. I, I love it. I love this movie. Where, where do you want to rank Batman movies? Like, can you put this, is this in your top five? And if it is where, and definitely you know. top five. Um, Definitely top five. Okay. Oh Jesus Christ! Is this too hard to do? No, I mean, we got to do it. The thing we is, is I'm gonna. I, I'm still like letting the movie sit, still letting it process. I'll well, probably we can revisit this, uh, right. track, but but I want to put the I want to put put something in the You're record put a just okay. to see where 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 it fits. So, okay. 
and, Are you, you're counting I'm, animated too, right? I'm count. I will count animated, but I'm also like, I can't because I haven't seen a lot. Of I'm also like really hyped off the movie right now. Like I really enjoyed it. So That's, like it's easy for me, it's easy for me to be like, this is my number one Batman. Great, go with your hyped reaction. Fine. Is it your is it number one? As of right now, do I like it? Do I so right now? Just to be honest, mm-hmm. top two: this movie and Batman Returns. Right. I would. I knew those would be your. Those answers, those right? would be the those would be the top. And what's so. I'm curious: what's third? So that's where it's going to get interesting because right. you could go 89 Batman, which would make a lot of sense. A lot of history behind it. Obvious Dark Knight. I don't know if I would do Mask of the Phantasm as third. I do think I could easily put that forward. I think there's enough live action stuff that I think is. I've watched more. Okay. So if I did number three, I think I think number three would have to be Dark Knight. I mean, I... I I, I I remember in high school a friend gave me like a pirate copy and I watched it like I've probably seen the Dark Knight because of your experience of it right I like I even remember the opening night of Dark Knight you know what yeah, I mean like yeah. I re- I remember there was a guy I think it was Dark Knight or Cloverfield but someone was talking about like you know what's you know Guitar Hero is so fun I was like you know what's better than the Guitar Hero he was like well I was like making out with chicks and he got I remember my friend thought <laughs> I just I I thought you know it's funny I thought about that the other day and I feel kind of bad about saying that because that kid was so enthusiastic with Guitar Hero <laughs> but I had such a disdain for that game because I couldn't play it <laughs> like I well, look, I was terrible he's probably at, listening he's gonna feel so good about it yeah but I play like real guitar so I was also like well why, why would you just practice the real thing but it's a video game I'm like I don't want to stomp on his play it doesn't matter. It was an existential thing. I was if that's the about. kid who comes back at you in your flatliners scenario, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, I, okay. Let me lay it down. Yeah. Right now, I will put the Batman as number one. Okay. Returns number Return, two, Dark Knight number three. And Dark Knight number three. But I think one and two is easily going to flip because Batman Returns has Danny Elfman's score. And I think this song, I think it's like finale part one when the penguin dies. I think it's like one of like it's just a great song it's sad it's emotional and it's for like the penguin dying i'm like how did danny elfman do that he's a genius and so that there, there's so many factors where i think it's going to be like you know stock yeah. market a little yeah, bit's going to yeah. go up and down where do you where do you where do you do so this three? this is not hard for me but it makes me sad because i'm also super hyped about the movie we just watched right. but like my real order would be batman returns dark knight dark knight rises i knew i knew that was i had a good feeling i mean it's, with that. it's unchanged you really really like dark knight rises i love dark knight rises I, but that's the thing is it's 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 it's, it's it's weird to me that that this movie couldn't crack any of those yet, and who knows? I mean, I might completely change my mind, or rewatching it tomorrow. I don't know. But it, the the thing is that Batman Returns seems it, it it clearly to me has the best balance of all the things. So like Michael Keaton yeah. is still the best Batman. And I don't even want to rank all the rest because it's it's not interesting. You got, to me, you but, got the old but the Alfred. villains are amazing. Gotham is amazing. Alfred is amazing. By the way, Alfred, we didn't even talk about, which Andy is Serkis. telling about this movie. I, I do think, yeah. And I love Andy Serkis, but it's it's telling that we he has not come up he wasn't, that character. It wasn't that, well. just to touch on that real yeah, quick. Yeah. Wasn't all, well, he, I think he's a perfectly fine Alfred. Yeah. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't, he was the least interesting part of all this because he was just doing Batman Sudokus. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's such a good way to put it. Um, yeah, so, I, you know, the, the Batman Returns seems that, it seems to have the best balance of all the things. Dark Knight is still the scariest, uh, and then Dark Knight Rises is just everyone has their like sentimental one they throw into any list, and it's 
it's right. there just because it has the most memorable sets of sequences to me that I could just rerun in my head visually for some reason. I can just that makes sense. I can just think about Bane telling the Wall Street traders that when they're like, "Why are you here? There's nothing to steal," and him like, "Why are you here?" Right. <laughs> right. I can I all day, I can see I can see the people where they stand. Where the would looks on their faces? Where would the the Batman then land the, on your list? Four. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, what else? Would, there's nothing. The, like the, the original Batman. I mean, I can't do the animated ones, and then no, this beats the original Batman. I'm Batman sad Robin, to say Batman the one. Forever, oh my god! Yeah, those, yeah. <laughs> right? No, Batman. this is clearly this is clearly there, and I, I'm pretty sure that the, you know if it's funny because it's all it's all well and good to say what's your whatever, and that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's sort of the least interesting part. It's more interesting when you start to think it's like it's like sports, right? You can look back and you can be like, okay, this team has a you know fifty and ten record, and and you're like, oh my god, this team's unstoppable. <laughs> That's not the Los Angeles Lakers. No, this it's year. not. But if I told you a team has a fifty and ten record, how do you feel about that team? Pretty good. What if I told you the last ten games they played, they lost? How do you feel about the team now? Still pretty good. I'm oh, okay. <laughs> I feel I feel a little less confident about whether they're going to win the next game. Now, okay. Now you you have a million dollars, right? Okay. Uh, this team is fifty and ten. They're playing tomorrow. You, how much of your money are you going to bet on this team? And one million is my betting. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm done with no, this. No, no, no. I'm bad at these. I can't construct. I got a number. I got a number. It. Okay, what's the number? I, I put in half. See, I don't know, man. They just lost their last 10. There's a reason. You don't even want to know why they lost their last 10 games in a row? I don't give a shit. I got a million dollars. Do you think Well, anyway, the point is it, sometimes the frame of where you put something. So I, I think this movie's number four in my ranking, but I think if you made me pick like best looking, scariest, most interesting action sequences, whatever, I think this one would be number one in a lot of categories. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the problem is I think it gets more interesting when you start to chunk it. Right. But but and then my experience of seeing it might be one of my favorites. I, all of it. I, you know, it's it's an amazing. There film. are well, a lot. Of, there are a lot of theaters that not a lot, but I do see the occasional showing of Batman Returns at like, I don't know if it's New Bev or wherever it was. I mm-hmm. think maybe the Vista did it before. Someplace did it. We need to have. I need to have mm. a because I've only ever I've like only ever really seen it on like VHS or like when it was streaming. You and I both need to do this. Yeah, we need this to have is the episode. We need to see it. We yeah. need to have a theater experience for Batman Returns I guarantee- because <laughs> yeah, Garrett, Garrett, sniff out a sniff out a reel for us, man. I know you could find what someone has it in their car. We'll just project it on the garage or something. I don't know, but I, I think I think we got to have a theater experience for Batman Returns. I think that's going to be like I mean, Monster Squad held up and was fantastic. Oh my God, so it was if, amazing on screen. Yeah. So Batman Returns. All right, oh. it's on. All right, well, so that's that's that. Now, that's, but we want more than anything, more than honestly, in a weird way, more than I even Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises, which I feel like turned out to be kind of personal films that are hard to were hard to talk to people right afterwards. This film, because it decided to put so much little meaning in it, is super fun to talk about right after. <laughs> so we want to know what everyone thinks about this movie. So hit us up on the Now Weekly well, page. Well, and... I know where you can hit us up. Okay. You, we don't have a single review. We're up to 50 reviews right now, no. which is pretty good. That's a, that's good, that's a good round. Where for we started. 50, boom, boom, boom. I love that. Four points something. Put, looks great. Put against 170,000 followers, it still feels... <laughs> like, like a couple it, y'all could <laughs> a couple minutes. I know, no, I don't blame them. I blame us. I don't think we're asking right, but but go ahead. So, 
let us know. Yes. You know what? No, I said I'm not good at riddles. Why would I ask to do a <laughs> riddle in the review? Oh, no. A riddle's perfect, though. The riddle is a perfect one. Hit us with your best. Hit us with a riddle you don't think we can answer. We'll pick our favorite funny and interesting one and try to answer it on the very next episode if we see it in a review. Yeah, and it takes it. I will answer. I will personally answer any riddle presented in any review. I don't care if it's a one star, zero star, whatever. I, I come. No, no, I don't care. I would, I, I'm fine. I would prefer the other, but whatever. Give me a riddle in a, in a review, and I will answer it. I will try to attempt to answer it on this podcast the very next time. If it is a zero star riddle, I will have less enthusiasm <laughs> doesn't matter I, we gotta go all in i don't care all right you know what i'll join i'll i'll, I'll meet i'll match your energy there <laughs> whatever okay. star you feel comfortable with no no what is it no <laughs> never mind riddle me this <laughs> why would you do anything less than four <laughs> that's fine I don't think I, i've i'm more interested in what riddles i'm gonna see and like what answers are all right well are hit us up with your best riddles we will there read might them. be a horror riddle i mean it could be cool if you have a if, I've never seen a horror riddle. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's I, that's what I'm excited. I'm excited about the riddles. I don't care. Okay, give us your best riddles. I just want some and riddles and iTunes, reviews, and I want to answer them. iTunes review. Give us your best riddles. We will answer them, and we'll be honest. We won't do. I'm glad you specified iTunes because <laughs> I'm not looking at the other. I don't know where else you can do reviews. Someone on Podchaser gave us a great review, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty." I also, cool. I, personally, I super appreciate the reviews that on the actual Facebook page because that's you know that's. Uh, if you give us a review, we will somewhere get a notification. Yeah, it's a bit and too long now. Next episode. No, no, no. The Batman was three hours. Oh, we have right. we we can spend the sun came out. Can, this episode yeah, is there. We can spend four minutes doing this. <laughs> okay. Hit us up with your best riddle. We will talk to you guys next time for our regular scheduled programming. Until next time, stay scary. Watch a bunch of horror movies. Talk to you then. Thanks for listening to the Halloween. Club. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs>